Welcome back to the Cap Rack. My name is Tyler Blumenstick, joined by Sam Meehan. It is Thursday, February 18th, doing college basketball picks today. As usual, uh, we the last ten or last two days, we went 10-0. and And then yesterday, I don't know what the model did, um, but the picks went 4-2-1. and one. We got a push on Wake Forest, plus four. Actually, that wasn't even a model pick. That was my pick, um, and I pushed on it. So model did pretty well, 4-2. and two. Um Sam, what is up on this fine Thursday morning? Um, you know, uh, it's a little snowy outside. I'm trapped inside for the day. So what better to do than, you know, watch some college basketball and make some money in the process? Yes, 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 yes. It actually stopped snowing a little bit over here, but I don't know. Regardless, still college basketball on today. We have how many picks is this? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, seven picks. Um, I hate most of them, but the model <laughs> is smart. The day we went 10-0, I hated a couple of them, and the model proved this wrong. So, I don't know. Let's ju- uh, jump right into it. We have Houston at Wichita State, minus 7.5 in favor of Houston, 137 on the total. We have a 66-59 to Houston win, so 0.92 points of edge there on Wichita State as the underdog at home. I mean, Wichita is definitely not as good as they've been in years past, and Houston is... A very good defensive. <laughs> We've seen Houston slack and kind of play tight games here, so I don't know if Wichita State can keep this close. This is one of the games that I hate only because Houston's defense is so good, and they can that defense alone can make up the seven and a half point difference. So, Sam, what do you think? I mean, I kind of like this actually. You know, Wichita's you know not like maybe not you know when they're like you know one seed in the tournament good, but they're you know they're still a twelve and four team. It's still definitely a solid tournament team, and. uh at home, seven and a half. I'd probably buy that half point, making even eight points. That's a lot of points someone by uh, on the road, like regardless, especially against probably one of the better teams in your conference. So, um, I like the point of Wichita here. Uh, I don't hate it quite as much as you. I kind of like it actually. So, all right, that's fair. Roll shockers. I just don't like playing against really good college basketball defensive teams. Like, I feel like they're just they're good at defense and that's it. And they just want to cut your throat and not let you put the ball in the hoop. Like last night, Kansas's defense suffocating against Kansas State. Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely a good point here. But I don't think uh, Wichita is on the same level as Kansas State. I think they are a far far better team than Kansas State. And being at home too, that's like if they can get some energy, whether from like you know they're probably a little bit of a crowd there in Kansas, and uh, you know make their own energy too. So. Yeah, let's. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Shockers even, uh, you know, I mean, I'd be a little surprised if Paul Fionn upset, but, you know, I've seen crazier things. Missed a great opportunity to, for the Shockers to shock the world right there. Oh, God. It's okay. Uh, it's still early. It is early. Alrighty. Uh, next game of the day is a really good game. It's Iowa visiting Wisconsin. We got Iowa minus one, 145.5 on the total. Looking at pretty much a tie ball game here at 70. Um, Iowa 70.21, Wisconsin 70.11. So because Wisconsin is a one-point home dog, we're getting 0.9 points of edge there on Wisconsin. I don't know if I agree, but... I, I do not have Wisconsin as a home dog. I have them as a two-point favorite. A two-point Fan- favorite? Yeah, on FanDuel at least. That is weird. I, I don't know what you're looking at here, but I got Wisconsin minus two. Let me check here. Which the line throw... opened at Wisconsin plus one and a half. It's now Wisconsin minus two. All right, so let me make the, the quick adjustment. What here. happened? <laughs> let me make the quick adjustment. 
and we're going to reassess this real quick. Who is out for Iowa? Um, okay, so, I mean, Wisconsin wouldn't be a play if that's the case, and I would agree with that. I feel like taking two points with Iowa on the road is very solid here. I was looking through the game breakdown on the model uh, dashboard, and, it, I mean, it doesn't really give us any key indicators on, like, how the game is going to go. It's just up to you to really interpret that and – I don't know if I still have it up. I could check. Let's see. I don't have any injuries here. Um. So, Iowa, obviously, when they do well, it's either Luca Garza just absolutely demolishing on the low block or they're hitting the three ball and they hit at roughly 40 or they shoot the three ball 40% of their possessions um, while Wisconsin only allows it 34% of the time. So, a 5% difference there. If Wisconsin can defend the three ball, I feel like that is huge for them um, because Garza, as good as he is, he can't just win the game against a team like Wisconsin. He could do it against one of the lower teams. I'm, I'm not saying he can't do it because he definitely can do it, but you need the supporting <laughs> cast. He's not going to put yeah. up more than 30, 35. Um, so I don't know. This is interesting here. Um, did you watch the uh, the Wisconsin-Michigan game uh, this past Sunday, I believe it was? I did, and I'm feeling like it's going to be the same Wisconsin ability, like inability to close a game out. Inability to box out, apparently, because was it Hunter Dickinson was able to like just destroy them in the offensive glass. And I don't know, I could see, see kind of a similar uh, problem today for the Badgers. Well, so. ever since they lost Ethan Happ to graduation, mm-hmm. I feel like – they've struggled to really get that big bodied, like thick big man. Like Ethan Happ wasn't the biggest guy. Like Luca Garza blows most big men out of the water um, in terms of combining size and athleticism, like people that are big in college, they'll get by at the center position if they're not super athletic, but Garza obviously is player of the year candidate, but Wisconsin hasn't had those big guys. They're just kind of skinny, lanky people that can't really hold their ground down the low block. They can score. But going up against a guy like Garza, I don't really know. I don't know where. It had, I don't know how to cap this game. I'm just leaning towards. Taking I like Iowa. The points. I like, I like Iowa. Iowa. Okay. So whether they were slight favorite or even slight dog, I personally would like eye test wise like Iowa. Well, if they're a dog, then the model has them as a play. It wouldn't be considered a high confidence play, but if you just take the eye test, our gut feeling plus what the model says, then hey, you never know. Next game, we're going to challenge the model as well. It's going to be Iowa or Ohio State rather visiting Penn State. The spread was yesterday, Ohio State minus five and a half. It's now minus four or four and a half, wherever you can find it. I've seen both. Uh, total set at 146. The model likes Penn State as a high confidence kind of play here, but Sam and I are both in agreement that Ohio State most likely will blow Penn State out of the water today, and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, Penn State has been better, you know, than they were early season, but they still, you know, they, as a team, they do not shoot the ball very well, um, and they do not defend very well either. Um, do you know what Ohio State does well? They can score the ball efficiently, and they can defend pretty well. So, um, yeah, they're, they've been undervalued by Vegas all season. Um, you know that that'll go into that thirteen and seven got uh, to spread record for Ohio State. So and they and they are, you know, they're rolling. They won six in a row, and they've you know they're doing it in, you know, pretty dominant fashion over the teams that they should be dominating. So yeah, no, I think Ohio State should or should and will win this game by ten plus points. It's 
I don't know how much higher you can really set this line. I feel like between the six and eight range is probably fair, but aside from that, then you're just going to get a lot of money on Penn State plus 10, and you don't really want that. So, Okay, uh, Stanford at Washington. We have Stanford as minus nine-and-a-half point favorites, 141-and-a-half uh, on the total. We have a 73-to-63 game projected, so 10 points of difference there. Washington as the pick. 0.69 points of edge here. The model really likes Washington for some stupid reason. I don't know why. They're 4-16. I, <laughs> I don't know what it is. They're not good, but they're always picked to cover these like massive like 8, 9, and then double-digit spreads. But I don't know. Stanford is one of these teams for me that I think can make a run in the tournament should they get the chance to. Um, it's going to be tougher for them to get in, I think. But they're a solid squad, and I don't know. I think they can also cover this nine and a half number on the road. Sam, what do you think? I don't know. Yeah, this is definitely a steer clear game for me. Um, you know, as it's a big spread there at home too. So you always want to say, oh, Washington, you know, they can cover, they can backdoor cover or something. But at the same time, um, they are four and 16 for a reason because they're not very good. And Stanford, you know, you know, they're not, you know, the elite of the Pac-12, but they're definitely up there. Uh, middle of the road, they've, been playing all right basketball as of late, so I I, I don't want to I don't want to pick this game. I want to stay clear of this. I agree, hundred uh, percent. Same thing with the next game for me, but the model does have a pick. It's going to be St. Mary's visiting the number one ranked best team in the country, Gonzaga. Twenty one point spread. I've seen it twenty and a half. I've seen it twenty and nineteen and a half around there. Um, it's going to hover and probably vary throughout the day because it just does with these big spreads. 142 and a half on the total. We have an 86 to 65 uh, Gonzaga win, but it's less than 21 due to a rounding error. 20.39 uh, point different there. 0.61 points of edge on St. Mary's plus 21. So anything less than 20 Gonzaga would be a play. Um, anything 20 and a half and above St. Mary's would be the play. But I don't know. These big spreads are huge. I don't know how motivated Gonzaga is going to be. They can comfortably sit and beat St. Mary's by 10 and not really break a sweat all game. And that's what scares me with these big spreads. But usually it's a rivalry game, not this year. I mean, it's yeah. a rivalry, but it's not going to be a good game. It's not the normal, uh, yeah. you know, big game that we're expecting. All right. So these two teams played in January and obviously Gonzaga won by, they won by 14 points at St. Mary's. Um, <laughs> it's so many points and St. Mary's not, they're a bad team you they're know not, but Gonzaga might have the best college basketball roster that I've seen in a long time I mean I they average it. they average 93 points a game it's come on yeah this could be a steer clear game but you know what I'm gonna I might ride with St. Mary's tonight all right. That, that's a, lot, a lot of points, points and Gonzaga's like, kind of like I feel like they're kind of in coast mode at this point, in a way. But they've been on the road for a while; they haven't played a home game in like four weeks. I don't know if that how that'll affect this, but oh, I'm, I'm steering clear. I, I I can't I can't bet against Gonzaga. Right. That's fine. I might I still might do it. No, I'm doing it. Never okay. mind. Um, all right, move on. Utah, <laughs> Oregon State. 
Uh, Utah minus two and a half, 137 here on the total. We have a 68 to 65 projected game. So 0.54 points of edge there on Utah, the road favorite. You like Utah, I feel like. We, we talk about this. Love Utah. And they're pretty good. What do you got? Yeah, I do like this Utah team. Uh, you know, and even Oregon State isn't a bad team either, but um, just from the eye test of what they've been doing, um, you know, they, they've beaten Colorado and Arizona in their past few games. This is Utah, it is. Whereas uh, Oregon State has lost uh, three games in a row. Um, yeah, this is going to ride with, with what's a better team right now, and that's Utah. Simple as that. Sounds good. Alrighty, last game. I made a tweet about this game a couple weeks ago while Michigan was still on a COVID layoff, and I said they're going to come back and they're going to lose to Rutgers. Um, I'm going to revise my hypothesis there. We have Michigan as nine-point favorites. The line was up at like 10.5 at one point, I think. Uh, the total set at 136, a little low. Um, we're looking at it projected over with a score of 75 to 65. It's not a play, only like three points of edge there. It's one basket. We don't like to mess with that. But 0.44 points of edge here at Michigan when the spread is at nine. Um, Rutgers, solid basketball team. You got to admit, like they're pretty solid. It's just they're on the road here. I remember seeing a stat that when they use Adidas balls at home, then they're, there's like they're crazy positive against the spread. But they're on the road here. They're using Michigan's home basketballs. Michigan, one of the best teams in the country. I just, I don't know. Michigan's going to cover this. Nine yes. points at home. Like, oh, yeah. Rutgers just struggles on the road. They'll, like, right when the second half starts, I feel like for the first 10 minutes of the second half, they just forget how to play basketball. And it's a constant theme. Yeah. Um, Michigan is going to cover pretty comfortably, I think. Um, they're the far better team. Not, not so knock against Rutgers. It's more of like Michigan is – you know, that I think a definite number three team in the country. And we'll find out on Sunday when they play Ohio State. But um yeah, they're at home. They've been they're twelve and three against spread this year. with a fourteen one overall record. Um so not only do they win, they tend to cover. So and coming back home after a long layoff, haven't played at home in a while. Haven't played at home since the 19th of uh, January when they beat Maryland by uh, 24 points. So, Michigan minus nine. Let's go. I love this. I love the Michigan team. They're really good. I mean, seeing that second half against Wisconsin, it was incredible. Just they dominated that second half. Um. Okay. Cool. That's. Those are all the seven picks for today. Uh, a couple more games of note going on. We have Colorado at Oregon. Oregon is minus three, one forty and a half on that total. Uh, we're looking at Colorado by two points of edge there. We have California visiting Washington State. Washington State minus three at one thirty one in the total. We have a seventy to sixty five game. Two points of edge there on Washington State. Uh, BYU visiting Pacific. Six and a half point favorites for BYU. One thirty five on the total. We have uh, 75 to 70, so 1.42 points there on Pacific. Um, also, actually, this can be a play. I forgot to mention it. Between one and two for a favorite, we have UCLA one-and-a-half-point favorites against Arizona. Um, 68 to 65 projected win, 1.34 points of edge there on UCLA. That's interesting. I kind of like that. Arizona's been a streaky team. They're pretty good, but they're just streaky, and UCLA is home. Set this in. I, I feel like one-and-a-half is easy cover. Yeah, I like that a lot, actually, the UCLA pick. Yeah, definitely a good pick. Um, hmm. 
Yeah, nothing else on the slate here. Um, A lot of cancellations. Um, Any um, NHL picks? I could have a little NHL pick, you know? Um, (sighs) I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. All right. Uh, nothing set in stone right now. Nothing I really love at this very moment, but um, could have some picks later. Stay tuned. Might end up in a blog. Could, could definitely end up in a blog. Alrighty. So that just about does it for this Wednesday, February 18th episode of The Cap Rack. My name is Tyler Blumenstick, and as always, joined by Sam Meehan. You can check us out on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at Caps on Sports. Check out our website, www.capsonsports.com. Um, we're live every morning, almost, uh, we call it every morning, but it's whenever there's good games on, we'll be here in the morning. So, um, pretty much it. So we will see you guys probably next week or no Saturday morning for a live show. Saturday. Oh yeah. Cool. See ya.